Okay, let's review. Through the sacrifice of Jesus Christ, God provided for the salvation of all mankind. Mercy and grace is given to all who accept him. They then pass from death to life, from sin to righteousness, from darkness to light. They won't be condemned in judgment because Christ will be their representation. We find this clarified in John 5, 24 and 1 John 2, 1. In the light of this new covenant relationship, Jesus says, If you love me, you will keep my commandments. Now you're probably asking, what commandments? Well, God has been guiding the universe with one overriding law for all eternity, the law of love. We've talked about this extensively. And from this law of love, this idea of love comes two main principles. Love God and love your neighbor. But just to make sure nothing's lost in translation, God has also given us 10 specific laws on how to love God and how to love one another. They are known, of course, as the Ten Commandments. And unlike many of the other laws given to ancient Israel, these are the bedrock for Christian living because they describe Christ's character in a fallen world. The principles behind them are eternal, enduring, and universal. All the way back when Adam and Eve sinned, their moral compass was immediately shaken. How was an immature Adam and Eve, who had been slingshot into sin, supposed to understand the depths of love in the law? How was a world alienated from God going to understand true love? Humanity's definition of love was inaccurate. Their definition of holiness was lost. The definition of good and evil blurred. There was an unnatural war within every human being between good and evil. However, God had a plan, and it would involve an ever-growing revelation of his character and the law of love, which reflects his character. And it would eventually reveal the definition of true love. It would set right God's love and allow people an informed choice. It would allow time for evil to show its true colors. It would also prepare a world for judgment. God was going to progressively, as it has been said, lay down the law. And it started all the way back in Eden with Adam and Eve immediately after they sinned. See, as the story goes, after Adam and Eve sinned, they immediately hid. They were ashamed of what was before them and realized that they were no longer pure or holy. They were afraid of God. They were afraid of dying at the hands of an angry God. But as we talked about in other episodes, that did not happen. Instead, God came to them not to condemn them, but with the resources, the tools, and the laws they would need to follow to redeem them. And since then, God has been super intentional in making sure his people, us, understand the law, the Ten Commandments. Many of the teachings of Jesus are about understanding and obeying the Ten Commandments. Matthew 5, 6, and 12 show how Jesus viewed the law of God. And the chances are you're familiar at some level with the Ten Commandments. But it's likely you still don't have a grasp of how they apply to our everyday life. 
Jesus taught that the Ten Commandments go far beyond the plain reading to a deeper spiritual application. For example, to look at someone lustfully is to commit adultery in your heart. To be anxious and to trust in wealth instead of God is to serve an idol. To not take care of your elderly parents is to dishonor them, disobey them. And to do good on the Sabbath is to keep the Sabbath. Far from disbanding the Ten Commandments, Jesus showed how central they are in revealing what love is. And when you look at them with an untrained eye, you may just see 10 arbitrary rules for life. But if you look closer, you find that these 10 principles, these 10 laws, tell us how we can both love God and love our fellow man. Jesus says the entire Old Testament and all the commandments is really summed up in these two laws. Don't believe me? Look at the Ten Commandments for yourself. You'll find the first four commandments talk about how we can love and honor God. And the last six commandments talk about how we can love and honor our fellow man. I guarantee you, if you check it out for yourself, it will all start making sense. Jesus spent his whole ministry trying to help the disciples understand these principles we're talking about right now, the principles of love. On the final night before his crucifixion, Christ washed his disciples' feet and then spoke to them the principles of the kingdom. They should love each other and serve each other. And by their doing that, people would know that they were followers of Jesus. He says that this self-sacrificing humble service would be what unified them with God and with each other. The sad thing is that only after Jesus ascended into heaven did they begin to understand. It was slow going, but eventually they got it. They began to have such a grasp of the nature of the kingdom of God that John, one of the disciples, was the one who wrote those profound words in the Bible. God is love. This is the eternal truth from which all the laws of the universe stem. God is love, and his actions and word define love as selfless, humble service that puts others ahead of ourselves. If you're not doing that, if your perspective is not aligned with that principle, you don't quite get it. You can go to church, you can preach sermons, you can sing in the choir, but if you don't have love, you aren't a Christian. Because, say it with me, God is love. Coming up, your continual response to God's love in the next episode of A Picture of God.